Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the APW Property Podcast. My name's Callum Williamson and I'm here today with Stuart Williamson. Stuart, how are you? Um, yeah, not too bad, not too shabby. Things are going well in the UK market. Things are going well generally around the property world. So I think, you know, the economy is not getting overheated. Uh, interest rates are not going up. Inflation is not going crazy. Is inflation a bad thing? Listen to last week's uh, market wrap and you'll know. So things are going well. Great. Uh, but, you know, I think there's always a reason for... Um, for us as humans to make excuses or find negatives, actually, because even when things are going very well, I've had a few messages this week, uh, you know, saying, well, actually, did you know um, the boom is the during the boom is um, is the worst time to buy. Uh, and I suppose there is some truth in that if you're buying right at the peak of a boom right at the end before it crashes. But I did point out to uh, said gentleman that if you believe in the 18-year property cycle, and we do, based on the start of the last cycle being two t- 2008, we're 13 years in, so we've still got another five strong years of growth. Take away a year, two years for the winner's curse, we've got at least three years of good growth in the market. And do you know what no, he said to me? Do you know what he said? No, no idea. Nothing. I haven't heard back from this. That's what happens, you see, when confronted with logic, people who haven't thought it through properly, don't uh, don't get it right. So it's disappointing. But, um, you know, we're all the same. We've all got our, our, our true beliefs, that sort of stuff. But it's interesting. I was, I was reading National Geographic this morning, and it was saying that there is a 90-kilometre, or it might be 90 miles, uh, meteorite on the way to Earth. And it's going to hit Earth, potentially, and no. it's a case of how, how 90 do you... Kilometer, 90 kilometers wide? Maybe 90 miles, I can't remember. No. It could be either. And you're saying how it was on course and uh, it was going to be it's coming towards Earth. And it's, it's a case of how people deal with it. Like how people deal with when scientists say that it's going to be this terrible disease, it's going to happen, and no one believed them. And then suddenly here we are in the middle of it or towards the end of it. Yeah. You know, that's very there's true. A, there's a, and it was personified by a film, I think it's with Jennifer Aniston and uh, Leo, Leo Capio de, de Canio, whatever his name is. And they made a film called Don't Look Up. Okay, yeah. And it was about an asterisk coming to Earth. And basically their, their advice was don't look up. If you don't look up, you don't see it. So it's not happening. So it's like bury so, your head in the sand and it'll go away. So you've got two, the two ex- exponential ends of the spectrum. People are saying, the end is nigh all the time and they're half empty people and then you've got the other ones who say don't look up and they're not even half full they're just deniers yeah but the point is is that um that's how people deal with with you know emotional crises and and apparently he's going to miss earth and it's not arriving to 2031 by which time i'll be in my adult diapers so i won't be too worried about it yeah so anyway so, so moving on and sorry just quickly, so which one are you are you a uh, head in the sand, don't look up, don't look down, the sky is falling down, half glass, half full, there's always something in the glass kind of guy, which one are you? You know very well, I am always, this is going to turn out all right. And as you know, nine out of ten things you worry about never happen. And if you wait for every red light to be green, 
before you set or every set of lights to be green before you set off to your destination. You'll never get there. You just have to set off and hopefully things will turn right. And normally they do if you work hard enough. Yeah, I agree. I think generally things turn out for the best if you if you're trying if you're trying your best and working hard than they do. We'll put a link below, guys, to the I forget is Baz Luhrmann song about bubblegum. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it because that yeah. is a great education. Um, it's, okay. it's true. Sorry, I think okay. Let's let's go into let's go into today's topic. Um, what we're going to discuss briefly is how to make a offer or how to make a strong offer um, in the UK. I mean, it's as we all know to use the phrase someone said to me recently. It's a pumping, or is it jumping? Pumping or jumping market. There's lots and lots of people being gazumped and to have an offer accepted, you need to have a strong offer. And believe it or not, we've had this, this chat planned for a, you know, for a week now, believe it or not, we are quite organized. And this morning I got an email from Rightmove and it was entitled how to become a power buyer. And they say buyers facing hot competition to be in pole position for the race to the best property, you need to have a greater buying power than the rest of the field, and you need to have a better offer. Where? Hello? Who is that? If I could offer you only one tip for the future. Play the whole song. Just leave. Sunscreen Play it. would be... <laughs> we, just put a, we just put it down. The long-term benefits of sunscreen would be proved by scientists. Sunscreen. That's it, and it starts off about sunscreen, guys, but that's like a bit of a... I don't know, like a joke or whatever you would call it, because he goes in to give some quite sage and relevant advice, I think. Well, he does say, he says, worrying about the future is about as useful as chewing bubblegum. You know, you can't, you can't affect the future. So, sheesh, just, just yeah. forget about it. Just yeah. do your best you can. You know, they call that, they call that a, a the, the kids nowadays call that a DMC, a deep and meaningful chat. That's what okay. we've just gone on off, off on a bit of a tangent there. Um, but okay, property. So the right move is saying you need to give yourself the best chance of success because the market is so hot. These guys would know, right? So all of these points don't necessarily apply to us as investors and overseas people. But the three main things they have said are get a sale agreed on your current home before you buy. Get a mortgage in principle if you're a first-time buyer, but I think you can take that out and just get a mortgage in principle. And let them know if you're a cash buyer. Okay, I agree. I think um, talking to people now, I think the first thing I ever come, ac- I come across with any of these things is if you haven't got a decision in principle, let's go and get one. Because that and proof of funds will get you a look in from a vendor if you're from overseas. But you have to have that decision in principle and you have to have proof of funds to show you are in cash. Okay, so yeah, so I think the decision in principle is important um, because you are competing against so many people, right? And I think basically it's just a case of how, if someone's looking at your offer, are they going to rate you higher than than another person, right? What's going to make someone accept you is if you're going to be quicker, you know, if you're in a position to make it happen straight away, I think, and if you can prove all of that, you know, if you're going up against someone that's in a chain, that's waiting for a sale, hasn't quite got the deposit, is interested, but hasn't got everything in place, then immediately you're going to be, by being professional, you're going to be, um, 
at the top of the pile, right? Ahead of the game. Mm. And it is, uh, and, it, and it is to, um, in reality, it is uh, a case of, you get, it shouldn't be that difficult to get a decision in principle. And if you take that with approved funds, it will show, show you a serious buyer because you've gone to the effort of doing it. A lot of people come online and they just, you know, say, oh, I'm interested in this, I'm interested in that, and blah, blah, blah. But in reality, it's not. It's a case of let's just commit and go through and get the mortgage. And getting a mortgage isn't that difficult. You know, three sets of bank statements, three pay slips, copy of your contract, proof of address. That can get a simple decision in principle. And then the, the, the broker will then go through and dig into everything and make sure it all go, comes together. Um, so it's not a big deal. Just get on with it and do it. Yeah, and I think if um, if you want, um, you know, a bit more information, we actually did this ourselves, didn't we? When we did the buying our first property from overseas mini series, and we showed investors and people exactly how to do it um, if you're based overseas, right? And in that video, we showed some clips of us calling, calling. Um, legal teams calling estate agents that sort of stuff showing how we actually communicate with these people how we communicate and offer and there's some screenshots of emails we've sent to people so you can see all of this in there exactly how we've done it um you know it's it's, it's, it's in action it's like a real life thing it is it's there you know and it's it's not got anywhere near as many likes as it should have it's not got anywhere near as many views as it should have because i think people need to know about it um or maybe they just don't think it's very useful <laughs> I thought it was useful. Um, no, no, it, 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 a lot of people are very positive about these things. I spoke to a gentleman yesterday, and he's been through heaps of our stuff, and he said it's been a real educational process for him, and he's got to spend a bit of time doing it. Right, yeah, and, and, and that's it. So, look, yeah, go in there and watch that. But essentially, you know, if we're, if we're to summarise what you need to be making to make a strong offer, um, you know, you need proof of deposit, so that's a bank statement. You need a proof of decision in principle or proof of mortgage. You need to let the estate agent know a little bit about your situation, that you're not in a chain, that you're ready to move quickly. And so you've shown you've got the cash, you've shown you've got the mortgage, you're not in a chain. So to them, you've given them everything to know that you're serious and that you're ready to move ahead if, um, if they choose to go with your offer. And if you, if you, I'm sure you could tell us this, Stuart, if you make an an offer with all of that correct documentation, what are you going to do? Are you going to go in and offer, a, if they're asking for £100,000, are you going to go and offer 110 just to gazump everyone else? Or are you going to offer exactly what they're asking for? Or are you going to offer a little bit less because they know that you're serious and can act straight, move straight away? What are you going to do? Well, you've got to go in at a competitive price, which is, you know, 5% below what they're asking, but don't take the mick. Uh, I was once buying a place in Perth and uh, I went in and I had a guy and it was 20% less than his asking price so he came back with a counter offer which is 20% above um, so it's just a ridiculous thing you should just treat people as you want to be treated yourself yeah and I think that's it if you go in just a little bit below and then you know it gives people room to negotiate and, and barter you upright because everyone wants to feel like 
they're getting a win. And if he can, if they can bring you up a little bit, you know, and you can get the price down a little bit and everyone's happy, then it's a win-win situation. And that's what business is about. It's about creating win-win People are, people are expected to, get, to negotiate, aren't they? People expect it, you know. I think so. I mean, I mean, how often have you made an offer on something and someone's gone, yeah, that's great. And then what have you gone? You've gone, la? why didn't they offer lower? Oh, no, it's happened to me. And you walk away thinking, so don't yeah. be a fool offer a good price but have all your ducks in a row and be serious about it like i sold a bike the other day okay and um a push bike that is and obviously because of all the lockdowns and everything that have been going on across the world at the present moment in time and you know squeezes on supply chains and stuff it's very difficult to get new bikes anywhere but also people are wanting to cycle more because in a lot of places you know Malaysia, for example, it's been one of the few things you're allowed to go out and do. So the market for secondhand bikes has been massive. And so um, so I sold it at um, uh, <laughs> and the price I thought was quite a competitive price. You know, it was just, just, just below what I paid for it. And um, the guy was like, yeah, I'll take it. You know, I should have asked for more. But Way more. Yeah. God. Yeah. Man, anyway, a fool, a good. fool. I bet, I bet he, t- I bet you, when he turned away, I bet he looked over at you. I saw a big pair of donkey's ears on your head. Going, <laughs> he did. Yeah, he texted me and he was like, "Sucker." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, look. Okay, so that's it. I think I think we we can leave it there. If people, you know, it's really very simple. How to how to have a competitive offer how to make a competitive offer don't be a beep be serious about it you know have the proof that you're serious have a mortgage in place make it half decent offer and say look i'm willing to negotiate or have a chat on that and um just be sensible you know and it's easy it's easy to make good offers easy. i think easy just be sensible you're quite right too yeah okay, think then. about it okay think about it have you got any more um of the, that song for us oh god i think of uh no i've because uh, you told me off I, I i lost it i got rid of it in case it started clicking again or something <laughs> so uh, no we've cut that no. out but um okay yeah. so so there we go uh, thank you, you know the one much. thing they say the one thing they say you should look after uh is your teeth your knees your health your knees your knees yeah it's true your knees you'll miss them where they're gone uh yeah, I think he says that in the song as well, actually. He does, yeah. yeah. No, it's a brilliant song. And it's taken from um, a, a column that was in a newspaper in, I think it was something like Boston. And it's just absolutely fantastic. I mean, whatever happened to Buzz Lane? He lives in Mona Vale, you know? Does he? Yeah, mm-hmm. I Googled him and he's quite an interesting looking character. Um, but anyway, look. Guys, guys, we'll put- goodbye, for, goodbye from me. Yeah, thank you. And we'll put a link below to that mini series where you can watch how we made an offer to the Buzz Lehman video so you can listen to that and get educated. If you like the content we're doing, please smash the button and hit the thumbs up. <laughs> please follow our YouTube. Please Spotify us or Apple podcast us wherever you get your stuff. And sign up to our property partners mailing list where every Saturday morning we will send you a five to seven minute read, the APW Market Brief, the APW Market Wrap, which is seven to eight minute video, the short podcast, 
which is five to seven minutes, clients' questions answered, and this longer podcast, which is 20 minutes. So everything you need to know, property, all in your inbox on a Saturday morning. Fantastic. I'll tell you what, I'm excited about it now. I just want to get in there and do Have it. Have you signed up? Uh, no, I haven't. Okay, because well, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so, such of a technophobe, I can't do that sort of thing. Okay, I'll leave you to go and do it. Sign up and let me know when it's done. Okay, take it easy. Ta-da, bye. Bye.